everyone, my name is Dina and you're listening to Slavstvite, a podcast about Slavic languages. Thank you both very much for agreeing to meet up with me. So today with me, Safi Mirgani and Pippa Crawford from the Slovo editorial team. I would like to start with a simple question. <laughs> Can you two please introduce yourselves and your research first, and then we'll talk about more about the Slovo. Hello everyone, I'm Safi, I'm the editor-in-chief of Slovo for the academic year 2021 to 2022. I'm also a second year doctoral student at the School of Slavonic and Eastern European Studies. I'm researching Dostoevsky's influence on 20th century African-American literature. Um, I'm Pippa Crawford, I'm a managing editor here at Slovo. And I'm also a master's student at CIS studying uh, political analysis of Russia and Eastern Europe. And I uh, did my undergrad uh, degree here at CIS as well. So five-year dream. Um, I'm planning to go into journalism after I graduate. So at the moment, my research is quite focused on media discourse in Eastern Europe. And I'm about to start my dissertation on how dissident TV outlets in Belarus interact with state propaganda channels and Western media organizations. Great. Was your uh, undergraduate program in political science or? Uh, it was more to do with literature and, and Russian language. Um, so, yeah, I sort of um, switched it up a little bit. <laughs> Great. So we're So we're colleagues. <laughs> yeah. I, I did my bachelor's in, in uh, Russian language and literature. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was more focused on the, on the part of the, um, on the linguistics part. And now doing my, my master's in the East European studies, like mixed with history and language and all of that but um yeah i can see that i mean the uh, the topic that you're that you mentioned about belarus and um that can be that would be pretty interesting to to see how that would develop next question is for the people that don't know yet what is actually slovo Can maybe, can you, Safi, maybe tell us more about, as editor-in-chief, can you maybe tell us more about Slovo? Yeah, sure, of course. So Slovo is an interdisciplinary academic journal of Russian, Eastern European and Central Asian affairs. The journal is published online biannually and it's edited and managed by postgraduate students at UCLC's. Um, we publish contributions in an array of fields, including but not limited to political science, international relations, anthropology, history, sociology, literature and culture. How long has Slovo been going out, actually? Do you, do you know, by any chance, Pip? I'm not quite sure myself. I think it might be 1988, because um, I was going through the archives, and there were there were archives going back to the 80s and 90s with Jeffrey Hoskins' um, Uh, started out um, so it's it's been quite an established presence it seems. quit yeah okay okay it's, it's pretty uh, it's got pretty long history 
And what made you two join the editorial team of Slovo? What were your, let's say, what were your goals? Oh, I, I've, I've always, I've always seen it sort of uh, in the background when I was at CIS. I was always intrigued by it. And I actually, I joined, you know, last summer um, as the social media editor because I saw that they were hiring and I wanted to be involved. So, so my job then basically involved uh, bombarding everyone with <laughs> lots of information on Twitter and <laughs> trying to get people interested. Um, but we ran a lot of competitions and giveaways as well. And yeah, then I, I just really enjoyed being involved. So um, in the autumn when Safi became editor-in-chief, I, I rejoined the team as the managing editor. So now I'm more involved with editorial side of things as well. Um, that's been fun. So um, likewise, I was also previously involved um, with Slovo prior to becoming involved this year. So while I was pursuing my master's at CIS, um, my master's in Russian and East European literature and culture, I was also um, film editor. So this was between 2017 and 2018. And then um, since I returned from my doctoral studies, um, my, my first year was was a little bit of, of a whirlwind considering the pandemic and all. But during my second year this year, I decided to um, to go for the editor-in-chief role. Um, and, and it's been great so far, yes. And what makes Slovo actually different from other journals, other peer-reviewed journals? Do you maybe have a certain goal that you're trying to, to pursue? Or do you maybe have some something that you will say makes it special it's a good question um i think for me it's the fact that we've got this interdisciplinary um focus um which is allowed by by having the regional focus um so we get people sending in a real range of stuff so everything from from you know security dilemmas between russia and china like translation studies of nabokov history sociology even people sending in original poetry um and of course we published a book in film reviews as well And Slovo is, is a bit eccentric. I mean, I was looking at some of the, the article titles from, from back issues, and there was one called Roasting Pigs and Recriminations, Building Trust Amongst Mares in the Republic of Macedonia. Um, and I'm aware that people outside the field might find that sort of a bit funny, but, but Slovo is an academic journal. We, we are quite niche, and we do give everybody uh, the opportunity to, to write about what they, what they love and their passion, you know, whatever may, that may be. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I would also add to that um, something that I previously mentioned, which is that it's entirely run and managed by postgraduate students. So um, th there really is no involvement by by members of, of staff or lecturers or, or professors, sort of apart from um, their involvement as peer reviewers. Um, so if, if we don't get something done, the journal a particular issue of the journal does not come out. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I think that, that that's also a unique unique aspect of Slovo. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And and then when I was looking at the back issues, it was nice seeing the names of, of some of our current professors, um, you know, as former editors uh, or writers in the journal and seeing how they'd gone on to become experts at the top of their field. Um, so it is a really supportive place to be starting out or taking your first first steps in academia. Yeah, I mean, when I first saw the, even though it, I didn't make your team. <laughs> well, it, 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 it was only for further reason, and I, and I mentioned it, it's only that, you know, you, you won't study at CIS. If, if, if you were at CIS, you'd certainly be 
be part of the team for sure. Yeah, I know, I know. I just, I just wanted to try. I was, I, I was pretty sure I wasn't going to get in because I, I, I assumed that it's only reserved for the, um, for the people actually studying there. But I was like, okay, let's give it a shot. Maybe you know, and something great actually turned out out of it. So it, it's good that I reached out. But when I, when I first saw it, when I first read through um, the guidelines and read through the um, description of the journal, I was pretty surprised by the, the variety of topics, as you said, people, and also people submitting all kinds of, all, all kinds of things. And yeah, I think it's a really, really great place for, for people interested in. When you, When you entered the editorial team, was there something that you wanted to change? Where was there something that you think would be could be done better or could be done differently? Not 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 better, but maybe differently. What 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 was that? If if there is a a thing like that. So Slovo's outgoing editorial team under the helm of Sarian Carlisle, who was the previous editor-in-chief, made several commitments to which the incumbent team and those thereafter, we hope, will continually return. Um, these commitments, which are related to diversity, equality and inclusion, reflect our goal to implement um, many lessons which we have learned in the past. Um, we believe that good research is diverse, inclusive and accessible. And Slovo itself is designed to be a place for academics early in their career to, to share their work, to learn and to grow. Um, I'll, I'll also add that you can also read our entire list of commitments on the Slovo blog. And we also welcome suggestions for further actions we can take. Nationally in the UK, but, but also in, internationally, we welcome submissions from academics all over the world. This is, this is part of the... The, the international nature and the inclusive nature of Slovo. Yeah. And for me, I think uh, an agreement with all those ideas and I personally wanted to make it more straightforward for people to, to send a paper to the journal, um, you know, as their first paper, as I was aware that there were lots of undergrads in the department who weren't really sure what we did or whether or not they were, were qualified enough to submit their work. Um, so um, one thing that we changed... Uh, was we wrote a series of guides um, to sort of demystify editing and proofreading and the peer review process, which can be a bit intimidating if it's not something that you've come across before. Um, and also in the upcoming spring edition, this is the first time that we're accepting um, sort of shorter uh, 3,000 words long essays, um, as well as full length uh, tutorial research essays. Um, so um, that's one sort of barrier that could stop people um, writing their first paper. So we're quite excited about that. Okay, since you mentioned the spring, can you maybe explain the deadlines, the guidelines, for maybe for people that are interested in submitting something to Slovo? So you have one, you have one issue coming out in in spring and one in autumn or in winter. Am I right? Yes, we we have one issue that's coming out this spring around May, and this is um, the first issue of this academic year. And yes, our second issue will will be published around the autumn. And what are the deadlines for submitting a, a paper? Uh, we usually have an open call for submissions um, a couple of months before um, each 
um, issue comes out. So for the spring issue, it was mostly in December we were accepting papers, although some people did submit afterwards and there is a bit of flexibility. And it's, it's mostly postgraduate students and academics who write for Slovo. But um, as I was saying, we're trying to encourage sort of more undergraduates as well, maybe to write a review um, or a short article for us. Yes, and, and we obviously encourage um, authors from universities or, and institutions, sort of academics in, in, in general, from, from around the world, um, not only from CIS, um, nationally in the UK, but also internationally, for sure. And a lot of our peer reviewers who are involved are, are all around the world. I mean, one thing I really like about my current role is sort of the challenge of finding the right person for each article. If somebody writes about um, you know, the history of Tchaikovsky, I have to find a Tchaikovsky scholar in you know, New York or Moscow who is the right person to, to look at. Because sometimes people are honest and they write back and say, maybe um, I'm not knowledgeable about this and you can try my friend in Paris. And so that's been fun sort of trying to, to, to live detective work with the peer reviewers. <laughs> Also, um, we are going to extend the deadline for submission for the spring issue um, exclusively for listeners of, of this podcast. And we're going to extend it for a period of one month prior to this particular episode being published. Importantly, upon submission, authors should specify that they are listeners of your podcast, um, Dina. And we thought that this would be sort of a very nice initiative to get the, the listeners of your podcast involved. Yeah, thank you very much for giving my listeners that opportunity. I hope someone will submit something. I hope that the people will actually um, take the initiative. And I, I mean, I can tell the from the n- numerous people that I've talked to, there are a lot of very interesting people among. Uh, my listeners and my followers, so I'm pretty sure someone will come up. I'd, I'd just like to add that, that that all submissions should be made to the Slovo website, of course, and perhaps you can um, make make reference to the website um, when when the podcast is is published, and and you can also direct questions to a specific CCUCL email address, and 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 we can forward that that address to you. And also on the CIS website, you can take a look at past editions of the journal and sort of get more of an understanding of the, the sort of work that, that we publish. Although, as we said, it's it's very, very broad and varied. And then we also have a Slovo blog um, and you can keep up to date with us there. We also publish interviews and, and um, perhaps sometimes we publish pieces that don't quite make the actual journal but are still um, still have very interesting content okay i will um link all of that in the description of this episode so the people can have the immediate access to everything that you just mentioned what are your main goals for slovo in the next year in the in your editorial mandate well, we have a series of initiatives which which we are striving to to implement in in the following year. Um, they are quite ambitious, um, and there there are many initiatives which we have in mind. So, so perhaps we might not be able to to realize all of them ourselves, but certainly um, the editorial team who follow us might be able to to continue with these with these endeavors um, 
As examples, we're in the process of formulating an inclusivity and diversity quota, which each issue of the journal we hope can fulfill, sort of moving beyond the dominance of of European Russia exclusively in the literature um, of the region. We also we want to use our blog and our social media channels to amplify the voices of marginalized or persecuted writers, scholars and artists across the region. We, as Pippa said, in sort of significantly, we, we plan to publish a special edition of the journal later this year for our autumn issue, which will address marginalized um, literature um, in, in the region. Um, and, and, and we've also we, we've already received some some very interesting submissions that that could really work in that regard. Um, a book review which which focuses on on them. Um, the the role of Muslim women in Yugoslavia um, during the post-Ottoman era, and also another book review of Polish queer literature. And there's been a, an interesting article that I'm working on at the moment about uh, uh, the concept of hospitality and the links between um, um, the community in Shanghai and uh, Jewish refugees during the war, which is really going to be interesting. That is going to be in the autumn issue. Correct. Well, um, for, for the specific article which Pippa has mentioned, um, we think that, that it would be pretty suitable in that context. I think we, I mean, we've already answered this question. Just once again, who is suitable for submitting a paper? So you said undergraduates are also welcome. I mean, it's mainly for postgraduates, but undergraduates are also welcome. I mean, I think the, the emphasis is that, um, you know, anyone is welcome to try, but we do have, um, you know, quite a thorough peer review process. I mean, I have um, had to reject some some articles that don't meet the standard, but we really don't want to discourage anyone from putting their work out there um, and having it read by the top people um, in the profession. Okay. Thank you very much, both of you, for Thank joining you so me today. Much. It's been lovely talking with you. And if anyone wants to submit a paper or take a look at what Safi, Pipa, and their team are doing, I will link it in the description of the episode as well as in the description on Instagram, so everything will be visible. Girls, thank you so much once again. Thank you for having us. And thank you guys for listening. If you want to keep up with the information, you can always follow me on Instagram under Slavsvite or you can shoot me an email on slavsvite at gmail.com.